Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So let's look ahead to week two of the finals. On Friday, it's Sydney FC versus Melbourne City in the first leg of the semis. Then 24 hours later, it's Adelaide United versus the Central Coast Mariners at Coopers. And that is our focus for the next few minutes as we talk to the Mariners head coach, Nick Montgomery. Evening, Monty. Evening, guys. How are you? Very good. good Thanks mate. for coming on the show. Uh, first of all, congratulations on a terrific campaign so far. Mm. Uh, second spot, the club's highest finish since the heady days of winning the grand final in 2013. Was that perhaps even beyond your expectations or not? Uh, not really. I think the start of the season, um, I said to the, the, the playing group that obviously we have to look at finishing in the top six, number one. Uh, but you know, I, I honestly believe that we could have challenged everybody and, and to finish second is, yeah, I'm super proud of everyone involved in the club, you know, the players, the fans, the sponsors, everybody that's uh, followed the journey over, over the last time, um, you know, we sort of had successful years. So, yeah, really, uh, yeah, to be honest, towards the end, I, you know, I challenged the boys to finish as high as they could and, and I think second spot was um, well-deserved and, and over the course of the season, you know, we got enough points to finish second, so I don't think anyone can take that away from us. No, absolutely not, mate. It was a fantastic um, season all the way through. And, and you mentioned they're finishing second, so you've got the week off. And it is always a question that gets put to coaches and players, you know, whether you'd prefer to play on given your form or, or have the week off to rest. Um, but rather than ask it, we know what you'd say. What what have you been able to get out of this uh, this extra week? Uh, to be honest, we had a couple of players with, with, with little niggles, so it just gave us a little bit of extra time, um, you know, the start of last week to let them settle, and then we've just trained as normal. We trained on Saturday and we had uh, Sunday off, so yeah, it's not not not, not much has changed, and um, we've kept to this the, the same same routine as normal, and and obviously, uh, you know, we had to wait until the the weekend's game to see who we'd be playing, and now we know it's Adelaide, and you know, we started preparing as, as soon as we knew uh, the opponent. Um, started preparing for Adelaide, which uh, again, you know, we will go away from home on Saturday, and then we'll bring them back to uh, the Central Coast Stadium the weekend after. So yeah, couple, couple of good games coming up and exciting times. Uh, now the fact that you're playing Adelaide, of course, means that the two results during the regular season are going to be brought up with alarming regularity during the week. So we thought we'd get in first. Uh, you beat them four nil at home and four one away only a couple of weeks back. Does that give you any sort of a psychological edge ahead of this two-legged tie, do you think? Uh, look, it's easy for me to say that it doesn't, but I think you know we know that we can go away from home and win games of football. We know we can win games of football at home. So, look, Adelaide are a good team. You know, they're a very good team. They've got good players, a good coach. You know, they play an attacking style of football. So, you know, never going to, um, you know, never going to disrespect them, but the results were the results, and that was in the league competition, and it's now in the final. So I think everybody knows that that finals is a little bit different, and obviously we'll go there um, on Saturday full of confidence and, and go and try and win the game, and they'll try and win the game as well. So I think that's um, yeah, this going to be an exciting, exciting game for everybody. But we also know there's a, a second game as well with it been two legs, so it's pro- probably approach it 
the same way and that's one game at a time um, but it's obviously different now the league campaign's finished and we're now in the final so I think it's always going to be a little bit different for, for everybody involved It is different but in saying that I mean that 4-1 win it, it was a big match there was a lot riding on it it was winner takes all in terms of that second spot and, and a great performance by you guys now I mean with this being a home and away tie the first game being in Adelaide I mean will you approach it the same way or, or will you you know change things slightly knowing there's there's two games in this one? No, we'll approach it the same way. Um, I think I've done that all season and that's to go and win the game. So, um, yeah, but nothing, no doubt Adelaide will, will want to win the game as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, I say, Broski, it's, it's hard. The boys are programmed to go and try and win, win games of football away from home and at home and we're not going to change that. But obviously we also know that we've we've got a, a second leg. I'm sure they'll be favourites um, you know, at home, even though we've, Got the result a couple of weeks ago, you know, with the crowd and Coopers is a fantastic place. Should be a good atmosphere and and you know we'll probably be favourites when we bring them home next week. So I think if you add that add that together, it's got all the makings of a good a good semi final. Monty, is it fair to say that you and Carl Veerts have sort of similar philosophies on on how to build a squad? I mean, he's got a chunk of homegrown players in his squad, as do you. Uh, with a handful of experienced pros and imports to, to balance things up. It, it, are those the magic ingredients, do you think, in this competition? Uh, look, everyone's different. Obviously, Adelaide is a, you know, is a one club in one region, so they're fortunate that they have a massive area to choose from and they get some very good young players from there. So, uh, obviously, we we have to battle it out with a lot of clubs in, in New South Wales, but you know we are the club that, that you know right now is number one for playing under 23 players as as well as developing academy players through the system into the first team so but I think we definitely have got similar similarities in in, in the way that we uh, you know we we put teams together and again you know we don't have a, a huge budget they don't have a huge budget either so you know the fact that we're both up there I think that's that's good for Australian football and it shows that if you believe in young players and you know find players from other clubs that are possibly not getting opportunities then yeah you know players with a point to prove I think that's always a powerful thing. And, and yeah, there's definitely some similarities between the two clubs. I suppose that means you, you have to go searching for, for good bargains, uh, particularly with your overseas players. And I wanted to make mention of one or two uh, that you have brought in this season. Uh, I've been in, particularly impressed with Marco Tullio over the last few weeks. He doesn't really get the headlines that Jason Cummings does, but four goals in his last five matches, some superb assists as well, particularly against uh, Western United and the Jets. Uh, now, Marco Rudan's got a, a lot of big raps this season, deservedly so, from switching Brandon Borello from a uh, right-wing position to, to a centre-forward. But you've sort of done the same thing with Tullio in, in, in many ways. Uh, do you think that's been the making of him this season? Look, Marco is, a, is an exceptional player, and, and if anyone knows his, his background, you know, he's at sport in Lisbon, obviously Brazilian, but massive price tag on his head, and you know, a club like Sporting, they do that because if you get in Sporting first team, they know that your value is 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 huge. Um, and when we spoke to him, we you know we brought him in, telling him that look, come take the opportunity, get some some game time, and and obviously use this as a, as a springboard for your career. And he's bought into everything. And I think these players come in, take a little bit of time to adapt, which which is normally did. Um, and, and no doubt, you know, people asking questions, who is he at the start? You know, when we're bringing him from sporting under 23s but I think he's he's grown as the season has gone on and he, he can play anywhere across the front four started him on the right he can play on the left he can play as a 10 he plays a 9 he's, you know, and, and him and Jason sort of complement each other because they can both drop short they can both go in behind 
they're both comfortable on the ball, bringing others into play. But look, he's, he is a special player. You know, he, some of the stuff he does in training. You know, the, the boys and myself, we're just watching all because I could never do the stuff he does. Um, he actually not make me in training the other week, so oh. that wasn't. Not going down too nice. well. Told him not, not many people. Did, did, <laughs> did he go through him, Monty? That, but... Did he go through him? Nah, honestly. <laughs> I thought about it for a second. That's <laughs> the brightest thing to do. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Um, but he, he's just a great—he's just a great player, and you know, he's technically he's—he's—he's he's, he's unbelievable. But he's unselfish, and he's a great guy, and you know, the boys love him. He doesn't speak that much English, um, you know, but he's lucky. He's got a few people that speak Portuguese that translate, but he knows football's one language, and and he's a real team player. So he's yeah, he, along with the other boys, he's he's really fitted into the squad this year. Monty, we mentioned there the uh, the mix of, of young players with the foreign players and, and senior guys and that great balance that you've got there. I, I mean, who are the older guys on the pitch, um, you know, that I guess do the talking for you and really lead these boys, even even through training as well, to get that message across from you? Look, I think Booker brings the average age up by about two years. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he's a, he's a great leader. I brought him back and, and knowing, you know, that he's a legend of the club and we really needed that. That, that staple uh, consistency uh, as a goalkeeper when we lost Mark Berry Getty, um, you know. Um, so, look, he's a great talker. He's, he's, he's demanding, but look, in terms of age, he's got Maxi Ballard and, and Nizzi, you know, they're very, very uh, good leaders in, in their actions. They've started talking a lot more lately. And then, yeah, we've got, yeah, we've, you know, we've got Brian Kaltak, who again is in his first year professional football. And I think next to is for a 19 year old, he's an exceptional leader. You know, he leads by example. He talks, um, and and yeah, bringing James McGarry in as well. You know, New Zealand international, uh, good experience. And Storm Roo, you know, I played with Stormy, good lad, and 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 I saw he was he was having a, a tough time, and I brought him back, and I said to him, if he perform, he'll stay in the team. And I think it took him a while to to believe that, but when he started performing, and and I stuck with him, I think he's been exceptional at right back. So, but we got good good leaders throughout the team, and and yeah, uh, it's one thing I try and promote is given the ability to talk and, and demand off each other in the right way. And I think you know, they all do that. So they're not afraid to pull each other up if they don't do something right or, you know, obviously encourage as well. And that's and, and that's one thing that goes around the team. So, um, yeah, it uh, stops me shouting as much from the sidelines. <laughs> so that's a positive. Well, it's, it's obviously working pretty well at the moment. So you've got a big final series ahead. Uh, just looking a, a little bit further ahead, Monty, of course, your second place finish gives you a spot in the AFC Cup next season. Uh, which is a competition that uh, Australian clubs haven't been involved in before. That'll be a, a new and different challenge. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, it's, it's exciting for the club. You know, when I first came here and we played in the Asian Champions League, I really enjoyed it you know, as a player playing in, in you know Japan, Korea, China, because I would never have done that, obviously, playing in England. That's not something that you do. But coming here, I thought it was just, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed them them games. Um, and 10 years ago, we really competed with all the big clubs with the big budgets in, in China and, and Japan. And I thought it was a real uh, good opportunity for the boys to expose themselves into their markets as well. So I think that's a real positive for for the players and for the club and for Australian football because you know, I really believe this is a very good league. It's, it's underrated. Um, I think people are realising now that you know the A-League is a very good, strong competition with, with good players. Um, but yeah, for the experience for the boys to, to, to go and and compete against teams in, in amazing countries is only going to benefit them in their mm. careers moving forward as well as expose them in their markets. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to that. 
Final one, uh, Monty, looking even further ahead. Uh, Sheffield United, your beloved playing club, have just been promoted back to the Premier League. Uh, do you see yourself back there as manager one day? Uh, people ask me this question a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Obviously, I love Sheffield United. I was there for 15 years. It's, it's amazing to see them back in the Premier League and, and hopefully they can they can stay there for a long time. I'd be silly to say that I don't you know, visualise myself there one day coaching in the Premier League because you know, that's that's my ambition and as a player and I used to step out there and, and, and hope one day I'll be a match of the day and play in the Premier League and I managed to achieve that which was yeah, which which is amazing and, and as a coach now I don't look too far ahead but yeah, of course, you know, I want to coach in the Premier League one day and what that journey looks like and, and how I'll get there is is yeah, is yeah, no one really knows that but for now I'm really enjoying doing what I'm doing and I follow I follow the club and it's just great to see him back in the Premier League. So, yeah, one day, you know, hopefully with Sheffield United, if not someone else, I'd, I'd love to coach in the Premier League. And you know, that's my ambition, and I'm pretty sure that's most most coaches' ambition, so it's not anything different. Well, a grand final win would certainly help. Uh, Monty, good luck this weekend against Adelaide United and for the rest of the final series, and uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Monty. Cheers, guys. Anytime. Thank you.